Welcome to TrackCast, the official podcast of the Real Estate Council from deep in the heart of Dallas, Texas. I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for joining us. Our guest today is Aaron Eccles of Frost Bank, who is our DCED Real Estate Committee Chairman. Last year, Trek Community Fund received a $6 million investment from the J.P. Morgan Chase Pro Neighborhoods Program to implement an equitable development plan in the Forest District, the Bottom, and West Dallas Census Tract 205 neighborhoods. We're calling this initiative the Dallas Collaborative for Equitable Development, or DCED, and it continues the work we started last year with community-driven growth, a roadmap for Dallas's equitable development. Under that program, we surveyed residents and community leaders in the three neighborhoods on the biggest challenges they face to achieving economic prosperity and created a plan that focuses on developing affordable housing, workforce training and wealth creation programs, and community ownership and leadership opportunities. Along with partners Dallas College, Lyft Fund, and the Texas Mezzanine Fund, the DCED is now tasked with putting our plans to action. Aaron is here today to talk to us about what equitable development is and the steps the DCED is taking to achieving it, as well as how our members are providing their skills in real estate services to bringing the DCED's vision to life. You can learn more about the Dallas Collaborative for Equitable Development and read the Community Driven Growth Plan on our website at recouncil.com backslash DCED. Really any of the major podcast apps, subscribing is the best way to get all new episodes right to your mobile device. Be sure to follow Trek on social media, too. We've linked to all of our profiles in the show notes. And now, here's our DCED Real Estate Committee Chair, Aaron Eccles of Frost Bank, right here on TrackCast. I'm joined now by our DCED Real Estate Committee Chair, Aaron Eccles of Frost Bank. Aaron, thanks for being on the show. How you doing? Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm doing well. I Kids are back in school and work's picking up a little bit, so things are going well. I appreciate the chance to join you this morning. I'd like to start by giving you the opportunity to introduce yourself to our listeners and our fellow Trek members. So please tell us who you are, what you do, and how you got involved with the Real Estate Council. My name is Aaron Eccles, and I work for Frost Bank. I've been with the bank for about nine years, and I work with our commercial real estate group here in Dallas. So I really started my Trek involvement back in 2014 uh, when I was beginning kind of my lending career at Frost with the real estate group. I had heard a lot about Trek and so kind of started to get plugged in there, try a bunch of different things and find where I could fit best. And I feel like I really found my home with the community fund and worked at the very early stages of the community fund with some of the first projects that came through and then continued on with an accelerator program they did, the Shark Tank program, so a few things here and there. I find it really interesting that you say most of the work that you've done or the volunteer work that you've done with us has been through the community fund. What interested you about their work and what keeps you coming back? I liked the ability to interact directly with the organizations that we were working with. So I had a chance to get in on kind of the ground floor of some projects. And one of the things that I thought was cool about the community fund is that you're, you're working with these organizations, but in a lot of ways, you're also helping them shape their project and their vision. And so, for example, the first thing I worked on uh, was 
recipe Oak Cliff, where they came through and said, hey, I've got an idea, but it could be anything from a, a kitchen to a smoothie shop to a vegan cafe. And, you know, we helped with site selection to actual construction. So you're in at the very beginning, you're working with these organizations, seeing the work that they're doing in the community. And then I also really liked the community funds ability to lend capital. I think that that creates a whole new dynamic for the organization. And there's certainly a place in a lot of these capital stacks for grants. Uh, but I also like the idea of funds being, you know, lent out to these organizations. I think that provides them some uh, dignity and then being involved in a process like that where they get their business up and running and then they repay it. And when that stuff's repaid, it can be redeployed. So it allows you to kind of really multiply or magnify the good that those dollars are doing out there. Great. Uh, so let's talk a bit about the DCEB. And like its title suggests, the Dallas Collaborative for Equitable Development is centered around this idea of equitable development, right? But can you maybe define that for us, for those that may not be aware of, of what that is? Why is an initiative focused on equitable development so important for Dallas right now? Yeah, and trying to figure out what equitable development looks like or what that means, I think you can really just hone in on this idea of equality. And so the idea of dealing fairly or equally with everybody involved, uh, but also making sure that development is done equally for everybody involved. And quite frankly, it's, it's very important because we have some communities in Dallas where equity hasn't been present. You know, and in fact, there were times where not that long ago in our city's history, uh, through discrimination, segregation, there were communities that were created and kind of set aside, uh, treated very differently, and resources were not as readily available to those folks. And then in addition to that, uh, when things maybe started to get successful, then there was also a little bit of an issue with roads being put through and destroying communities and and other continued barriers to access to resources, education, that sort of thing. And then there was just a period of, uh, frankly, neglect. And so we've got some areas that uh, have been left behind and have a much bigger hurdle to clear than other parts of the city. So equitable development here uh, looks like giving those communities a voice and power in what comes in and making sure that they have resources, they have access to all of the things that folks uh, really need to thrive. And frankly, I think we're better as a city and a community when everybody has access to those resources. And that's what we're really trying to accomplish with, with equitable development. Now, the DCEB's work is based on the community-driven growth study that we did last year at Trek that included feedback from thousands of residents and property surveys to really give us a better understanding of the needs of the three neighborhoods that we're working in, uh, the Forest District, um, the Bottom, and West Dallas Census Tract 205. How are we keeping the communities involved? Because their involvement was really at the core of that community-driven growth project, but how are we keeping them involved as we set out to now implement this equitable development plan with the DCEB. Yeah, that's right. It's not equitable if those folks don't have a say and really take control of the direction and vision of the development. And, and really, it's just not even smart. Uh, 
uh, it's not going to be successful if they don't have a chance to contribute and tell us what they need and how we can help partner with them. So those community meetings were critical uh, early on, and they are something that continue to be critical. There are still continued regularly scheduled community meetings that are led by our partners there on the ground, be it St. Phillips, Cornerstone, City Square, Golden Seeds, uh, Builders of Hope, you know, all of those folks, they still have their fingers on the pulse of the community. They have regularly scheduled meetings that then everybody in DCED can come and participate in to give updates and to continue to be a resource for those communities. So for example, Golden Seeds recently had one of their community meetings and they're giving folks that live in that area an update on a beautification grant that they've received and polling the community on signage. Hey, we're going we're gonna to create some signage for this area. What do you, what do you all want to see? What should it look like? And then as part of that, the Real Estate Council has a chance to talk about this DCED initiative for affordable housing and what we're doing. Dallas College has a chance to present and talk about classes, educational pieces, financial education, uh, all of the resources they have available, a small business incubator, and then the Lift Fund, Texas Mezzanine Fund, they can come in and they can talk about funds that are available for small businesses to borrow as well as technical resources. And so it's a continual reminder of what is there for the folks in this community. And then it's also just accountability, frankly, and hopefully some encouragement for them to see what's going on. Because I know in some of these communities, they've been over-surveyed, over-promised, and under-delivered. And so this is a chance for everyone involved to still uh, get a chance to hear and discuss what's going on and, and continue the conversation and uh, continue the action moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's so important to, to this work um, is, is making sure that, you know, the people really get a voice and they really get the services that they need and have been promised for so long. Um, you know, many, many plans have been made, but very few have actually been put to practice. So tell us a bit about your role as chair of the DCED Real Estate Committee. What is Trek's role specifically within the DCED? And how will we be supporting those partners, those golden seeds and builders of hope and St. Phillips's through these real estate project teams? Trek and the community fund is really working to come alongside the community partners that you just listed, right? And acknowledge you all are invested and embedded in these communities. You have contacts with you know, key folks in those communities, you know what these communities want and need, but you're also doing a ton of great work. So you don't have all the bandwidth and the resources to work on real estate development in addition to all of the other things that you're doing. So let us come in and help you with the resources and the expertise that we do have. So we have teams based up of volunteers that are Trek members that go anywhere from finance to development to engineering to legal to title and they've all said hey we want to help so we've created teams uh, that go side by side with these partner organizations in the communities to understand what they are trying to accomplish in their area see how we can help and really provide the technical assistance for them to get there 
And then the community fund also has dollars that can be borrowed. So it's an access to resources and capital. And particularly working on the development of affordable housing. And commercial real estate development can be challenging, is challenging for everybody, even for the most seasoned of developers. So particularly when you have organizations that affordable housing really folds nicely into their mission, but they don't have uh, the people, the finances to really put a real estate development team in-house, then we can help supplement that. We can bring that externally through a partnership. So my role as the chairman of DCED is to, uh, to really make sure that we're all working together to increase the awareness, the conversation about this stuff, and then to make sure that we're all working together. So I sat in on initial meetings with each of these teams that were created for the organizations. We had an initial meeting to introduce everybody, to hear about what the organization's wanting to do, to really get people started on brainstorming so that we can start providing suggestions and some assistance and really set the tone for what that relationship and communication should look like. Uh, and then from there, I am tasked with helping make sure we've got these kind of monthly check-ins as a committee where we're getting updates on the projects. And it's a good chance for everybody to come in and kind of uh, brainstorm to share best practices, to talk about things that are going well for them, challenges they're facing, and for us to just continue to work together and to kind of keep moving things forward. You mentioned affordable housing, um, and that is, it really is one of those core components of this DCED program. In mid-September, Trek received a $100,000 investment from AT&T's Believe Dallas campaign that will go toward that affordable housing loan fund that we're putting together. How does the affordable housing, excuse me, how does this affordable housing loan fund factor into the broader project and, and the work that, that you and your teams are doing? Yeah, so we talked about Trek being uh, a resource for both expertise, technical assistance, and funding. And so the support that's provided by AT&T and others to the community fund are a huge part of that funding access to capital piece. And so there are funds there that these organizations can borrow to help their development process. And it, it helps projects that maybe are not bankable or not in whole are not bankable. Uh, may also need some grants or some city incentives. It allows uh, the community fund and the affordable housing loan fund to be a critical part of that capital stack. You know, in order for us to, to achieve the goal of the affordable housing, uh, there's gonna have to be a lot of hard work, a lot of unique solutions when it comes to capital. And the affordable housing loan fund is, is one of those ways that, you know, we can give these people all sorts of advice and expertise and we can come up with plans and uh, all sorts of great ideas, but nobody can execute if there's not dollars behind it. And so the, the loan fund allows that to actually become a reality. How would you describe the DCED's overall vision? So like what, what does the long-term success look like for this program? 
think a lot of that gets back to what we talked about in the initial definition of equitable development, right? So we, we want to see equality in these neighborhoods. We want to see them get the attention and the resources that they deserve and that have been lacking in these areas. We wanna see these communities become empowered and on equal footing with everybody else uh, based on you know, finally getting the resources, the things that they need to thrive. And I think what that looks like is increased affordable housing, obviously, uh, giving that basic need of shelter and really the wealth creation that comes with home ownership, the pride that comes with that, the neighborhood development and beautification. We wanna see more local ownership in businesses. We wanna see plenty of retail and services available to these folks and really start to even further bring to the surface some of the character and beauty that has always been present in these communities, but just has not been as readily apparent to outsiders. So it's a chance for people to continue to live and work in those communities and to be able to do so in a way that uh, is empowering and in a way that really makes things better for those in the community and those around them. And then there's probably even some function of this kind of mixed incomes and interactions as these areas begin to flourish. Aaron, it's all very exciting. Best of luck to you and the DCED team. Thanks so much for your time today. Thanks, Bill. That's all for today's show. I'd like to once again thank our guest, Aaron Eccles of Frost Bank, for chatting with us about the Dallas Collaborative for Equitable Development. If you'd like to learn more about the initiative and read our Equitable Development Plan, head on over to recouncil.com backslash DCED. Be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already, and follow Trek on social media. Again, we've put all of the links to our handles in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Bill San Antonio. Thanks for listening.